Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the June 7th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. So today we'll be looking at numbers 1229 through 1245 of the Catechism. 3. How is the Sacrament of Baptism celebrated? Christian Initiation, 1229. From the time of the Apostles, becoming a Christian has been accomplished by a journey and initiation in several stages. This journey can be covered rapidly or slowly, but certain essential elements will always have to be present. Proclamation of the word, acceptance of the gospel, entailing conversion, profession of faith, baptism itself, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and admission to Eucharistic communion. 12.30 This initiation has varied greatly, through the centuries according to circumstances. In the first centuries of the Church, Christian initiation saw considerable development. A long period of catechumenate included a series of preparatory rites, which were liturgical landmarks along the path of catechumenal preparation and culminated in the celebration of the sacraments of Christian initiation. 1231, where infant baptism has become the form in which the sacrament is usually celebrated, it has become a single act encapsulating the preparatory stages of Christian initiation in a very abridged way. By its very nature, infinite infant baptism requires a post-baptismal catechumenate. Not only is there a need for instruction after baptism, but also a necessary flowering of baptismal grace in, in personal growth. The catechism has its proper place here. 1232. The Second Vatican Council restored for the Latin Church the catechumenate for adults, comprising several distinct steps. The rites for these stages are to be found in the rite of Christian Initiations of Adults, or CIA. The Council also gives permission that in mission countries, in addition to what is furnished by the Christian tradition, the elements of initiation rites may be admitted that are already in use among some people, insofar as they are adapted to the Christian ritual. 1233. Today, in all rites, Latin and Eastern, the Christian initiation of adults begins with their entry into the catechumenate and reaches its culmination in a single celebration of the three sacraments of initiation, baptism, confirmation and the Eucharist. In the Eastern Rites, the Christian initiation of infants also begins with baptism, followed immediately by confirmation and the Eucharist, while in the Roman Rite it is followed by years of catechesis before being completed later by confirmation and the Eucharist, the summit of, the, of their Christian initiation. The mystagogy of the celebration, 1234. The meaning and grace of the sacrament of baptism are clearly seen in the rites of its celebration. By following the gestures and words of this celebration with attentive participation, the faithful are initiated into the richness the sacrament signifies and actually brings about in each newly baptised person. 1235. The sign of the cross on the threshold of the celebration marks with the imprint of Christ, the one who is going to belong to him, and signifies the grace of the redemption Christ won for us by his cross. 1236. The proclamation of the word of God enlightens the candidates and the assembly with the revealed truth and elicits the response of faith, which is inseparable from baptism. Indeed, baptism is a sacrament of faith in a particular way, 
since it is the sacramental entry into the life of faith. 1237. Since baptism signifies liberation from sin and from its instigator, the devil, one or more exorcisms are pronounced over the candidate. The celebrant then anoints him with the oil of catechumens or lays hands on him and he explicitly renounces Satan. Thus prepared, he is able to confess their faith of the church to which he will be entrusted by baptism. 1238. The baptismal water is consecrated by a prayer of epiclesis, either at this moment or at the Easter Vigil. The Church asks God that through his Son, the power of the Holy Spirit may be sent upon the water so that those who will be baptised in it may be born of water and the Spirit. 1239. The essential rite of the sacrament follows. Baptism, properly speaking, it signifies and actually brings about the death to sin and entry into the life of the Most Holy Trinity through configuration to the Paschal Mystery of Christ. Baptism is performed in the most expressive way by triple immersion in the baptismal water. However, from ancient times it has also been possible to, con be, to confer it by pouring the water three times over the candidate's head. 1240 in the Latin Church, this triple infusion is accompanied by the minister's words, Name, I baptise you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In the Eastern liturgies, the catechumen turns east and the priest says, The servant of God, name, is baptised in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. After the invocation of each person of the Most Holy Trinity, the priest immerses the candidate in the water and raises him up again. 1241. The anointing with sacred chrism, perfumed oil, consecrated by the bishop, signifies the gift of the Holy Spirit to the newly baptised, who has become a Christian, that is, one anointed by the Holy Spirit, incorporated into Christ, who is an appointed priest, prophet and king. 1242. In the liturgy of the Eastern Churches, the, the post-baptismal anointing is the sacrament of chrismation, confirmation. In the Roman liturgy, the post-baptismal anointing announces a second anointing with sacred chrism to be conferred later by the bishop, confirmation, which will, as it were, confirm and complete the baptismal anointing. 1243. The white garment symbolises that the person baptised has put on Christ. He has risen with Christ. The candle lit from the Easter candle signifies that Christ has enlightened the neophyte. In him the baptised are the light of the world. The newly baptised is now the only son, a child in the only son, a child of God, entitled to say the prayer of the children of God, our Father. 1244. First Holy Communion. Having become a child of God, clothed with the wedding garment, the neophyte is admitted to the marriage supper of the Lamb and receives food of the new life. The body and blood of Christ. The Eastern Churches maintain a lively awareness of the unity of Christian initiation by giving Holy Communion to all the newly baptised and confirmed, even little, little children, recalling the Lord's words, Let the children come to me and do not hinder them. The Latin Church which reserves Admission to Holy Communion to those who have attained the age of reason expresses the orientation of baptism to the Eucharist by having the newly baptised child brought to the altar for the praying of the Our Father. 1245, the solemn blessing concludes the celebration of baptism. At the baptism of newborns, the blessing of the mother occupies a special place. Okay, this longer section that we had today is looking at the, the celebration of baptism, looking at the whole um, 
ceremony again it's um and it is the same ceremony really if uh, in all the different rites and whether it's being done for infants or whether it's being done for adults it's basically the same the same prayers take place the problem is that um in the case of infants again well obviously the baby remembers nothing i mean if you're lucky maybe your 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 parents or somebody took a video of it um that you might be able younger people might be able to go back and see a video of it older people i'm afraid are stuck without that um they might have a photograph um but um many times this is the the problem that children the vast majority of people are baptized as babies and have no recollection of their baptism this fantastic sacrament this very good sacrament this very important sacrament the sacrament is the beginning of the spiritual life they have no recollection of it and unfortunately many many times this baptism receives re, uh, remains as a seed it doesn't grow yes it's real yes it's valid but it hasn't grown and so we're invited to uh, to make it grow this is the um, the, the the big invitation that's made to us how to how to um, you know how to make our baptism grow and the lord wants it to grow so uh, it's in here, number 1231 is a very beautiful number, but it says uh, where infant baptism uh, is the norm, it requires a post-baptismal catechumenate that everybody who's been baptized as a baby needs to go through the stages of baptism because all the stages have been condensed into one rite. You need to go through these stages as an adult to make them your own. Uh, there are different ways to do this. Obviously, the neocatechumenal way is one of them, but everybody has to make this journey of maturation in faith. Every single Catholic has to make this journey. Again, there are many different ways to do it, but we can't allow our baptism to stay as a seed, that it has to grow. And so there's that, and then it goes through the whole ceremony of baptism. I'm not going to go into all of it again, but it's this um, uh, this beautiful uh, ceremony, with the centre being, um, being the actual ceremony with the water, all the other parts the candle the proclamation of the word of god the signing of the child with the sign of the cross the renunciation of uh, satan all these things are important and good and necessary but in an emergency the most important thing is the immersion in water and it says that, that the best way uh, to be baptized is to be immersed in water three times that this is what baptism should be many of the eastern churches keep this unfortunately in the latin church we tend to make things very tame and so you have three little uh, sprinklings of water on the child's head. Uh, again, the water has to be poured on the child's head. If there isn't, if it isn't poured on the child's head, then it's not baptism. So you need to have the uh, the the um, the immersion, or at least the pouring of water three times on the child's head, and uh, you need to have the um, uh, the invocation of the Trinity. Again, there are different ways the Trinity is invoked in the uh, Roman Church. It's uh, Neil, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And in the Eastern Church, it's the servant of God, Neil, is baptized in him, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But you need the invocation of the Trinity, which is why the Vatican has to sometimes come in. And when some priests begin to do crazy things, um, that uh, they begin to baptize in the name of the Creator, the Redeemer, and the Sanctifier. And, um, you know, I mean, they, that's a lovely sentiment, but it's not Christian baptism. And uh, as I say, some priests sometimes go off the deep end and they think they're being trendy, they think they're being uh, fashionable, they think they're being more meaningful 
but by changing the the ritual they end up uh, not baptizing and uh, again that uh, there are different cases there was a case here in ireland a couple of years ago of a priest that was baptizing in the name of the creator the redeemer and the sanctifier and unfortunately um you might as well be baptizing them mo joe and harry i mean it it's not it's not the christian trinity and uh, this is the uh, and the vatican had to call people and say look we're very sorry that priest tried to baptize your child but he didn't manage the child has to be taken back to the parish to get a real baptism and again it caused all sorts of problems but this is uh, this so this is why it's so important that we can uh, baptize well that we can uh, do the sacrament well and help people to um, to live baptism again that this whole section we had today is a beautiful explanation of the different rites what they mean what they symbolize if the what we were looking at uh, i think yesterday or the day before was the scriptural element of it seeing how baptism is present in the scriptures today we're looking at uh, an explanation of what baptism is what the meaning of all the different moments of baptism is and again it's a beautiful uh, catechesis a beautiful explanation but especially it's an invitation for us to come back to our own baptism to relive our own baptism to come back to this beautiful sacrament that we've all received and to allow us to, to find life in it once again. So very well, so tomorrow we'll continue and tomorrow we'll look at numbers 1246 to 1256. God bless.